You are listening to the Delay and Pray podcast, episode number three. Welcome to the Delay and Pray podcast, where certified Catholic and weight loss coach Beth Bubick teaches you how to permanently lose weight through spiritual fasting. Get ready to gain faith and lose weight through a joyful transformation of both body and soul. Now, your host, Beth, the Catholic Fasting Coach. Hello, my friends. Hope you are well. I'm doing great. I absolutely love this time of year. So at the time of this podcast being released, we're finding ourselves right in the middle of Advent, one of my most favorite times of the year. Not just because it's the season before Christmas, which is, you know, just joyful by its own own nature, but because it's the season of longing and preparing for something really special, a season of concentrated waiting and celebration for the birth of our Savior. So in my mind, I love to think of Advent as the time before Christmas where we are actually waiting for Christ to be born once again in our hearts. And every year I seem to fall deeper in love with Jesus Christ during this time. I don't know. It's like Advent is a time of preparing my heart, my life, my home, just everything for the birth of the one true King. So the key words here are preparing waiting and celebrating. And I want to talk a little bit about these today. I like to prepare and decorate my house ahead of the busy season of Advent, literally before the first Sunday of Advent, so that I have the time and energy to soak in the silent mystery and just the love of the coming of Jesus during the dark mornings and those dark evenings of this holy time. So I live in an area, I I live in Michigan, where at the time of this year, the sun doesn't rise until about 8 a.m. in the morning, and it starts to set sometimes before 5. And that leaves a lot of darkness to fill. So I do fill it. I fill it with beautiful twinkling Christmas tree lights and mangers lit up to shine the light on the Holy Family nestled in the hay. It's just so beautiful. And I just love to stare at these things in the, in the evenings and in the mornings and just kind of nestle into Advent. I just love it. The purpose of Advent is to shine the light in the darkness. That truly is the meaning of Advent, that we are a pilgrim people on the way, giving light at the cost of one's own substance, like the purple and pink Advent candles that we burn every year. That sentence giving light at the cost of one's own substance is a beautiful thought to choose as we bustle through the holidays. It's from my favorite Advent book. It's called The Advent of the Heart by Father Alfred Delp. I'll put that in the show notes. But when you're tired and serving your families during this wondrous time of the year, think of yourself like the Advent candle, giving light at the cost of one's own substance, and then do it with joy really changes things. Over the past few years, I've tended to amplify my Advent prayer time to always include that favorite book. I read it over and over again. It is absolutely incredible. In fact, I've highlighted so much of the book that it's almost entirely highlighted and dog-eared. I highly recommend it. It's amazing. So I also spend more time in church with the sacraments and the activities and just enjoying my church family and friends and just connecting with them. In the evenings, I also try to listen a little bit more to some holier 
podcasts as I'm just scurrying around the house making dinner and decorating here and there. This adds to the joy of the season for sure. And just calming it down and narrowing it to the true celebration of Christmas, which as we know is the birth of Jesus. I really concentrate on it though. And I, I make it happen. I do the hard work at setting the season of Advent apart from the rest of the year even Christmas, even the Christmas season. I know this is because I've been concentrating on spiritually fasting for several years now. Father Ripperger is an exorcist and one of my favorite priests. And I use a lot of his information in my Delay and Pray online course. He can be found on YouTube. He's amazing. And he just he's one of those guys that I follow that just has the most profound and amazing things to say that just really affect me in such a positive way. He says that fasting and abstinence on a regular basis is so important to holiness. It gives us a depth of reality of all things spiritual on both a personal and intellectual level. He goes on to say that through fasting and mortification and little self-denials, even after all the years of his priesthood and being an exorcist, he said he now realizes how powerful through spiritual fasting, Catholic doctrines, truth, and the teachings of the church have become for him. He said, there is no bottom to the exquisite mystery of our church and faith. Wow. Just listen to those words. It's, I want that. I want that. And I mean, talking about like the power of his faith, it's just amazing. And that's available to me and it's available to you. So as I've prepared my spiritual life, my home, the gifts, my calendar, the parties, the plays, the outings, and just all the things, I've also learned to prepare my body for spiritual fasting. And yeah, during the holidays, you can do it, folks. It's possible, and it's absolutely amazing, by the way. My desire is to make physical space for Jesus in my body so that he can more fully fill in that space with his love. I really imagine this. So I think about my body as a spacious, stable, open to the dwelling of the infant king, as opposed to the inns of Bethlehem that had no room for him. You can probably see the scene right in your mind at this moment. I want to be the Christmas stable. I want to make physical room for the Holy Family. To do this, I prepare my life for fasting with the whole and nutritious foods that are needed. And I have to prep that up because it's not easy during the holidays. By delaying sugar and flour to the weekends, following a good regimen of eating, resting, exercise and movement, and lots of prayer. I plan that in to the entire season between basically Thanksgiving and New Year's. So at the end of the day, you know, I'm dealing with a body and soul endeavor filled not only with love for him, but also myself. So that when January one comes around, I'm not just stuffed in every single way and just feeling depleted. So again, this is a body and soul endeavor and it's possible. So the big question is, how do we celebrate while spiritually fasting and delaying what is seemingly like all the good stuff, right? We all know that the holidays between Thanksgiving and New Year's, even for Catholics, <laughs> and I laugh, I wrote that even for Catholics, but I want to say especially for Catholics, are filled with lots of sugar, flour, and alcohol. We know how to celebrate. And we use the holidays sometimes as an excuse to overconsume all these things as a way to celebrate, thinking that, you know, we'll figure it out in January when it's all over. This is what's this is what is done. I mean, this is what you normally do, right? 
but it really is in how you think about the experience and you can reframe it. If our focus is on the Christmas stable, making room for him there, then we're going to be motivated to prepare for that experience, not only for the Holy Family, but to also end up with a healthy and fulfilled body that has not missed out on the holiday fun. And there is a way. That way that I've started to realize is to really cut down on sugar consumption during the week throughout Advent. Since I've been working hard on delaying sugar, flour, and alcohol to Saturday nights and Sundays, my cravings for those substances have certainly diminished. So it makes it makes fasting during Advent a lot easier. I still have my little binges every now and then. I'm certainly not perfect, especially when my family's in town or there are special parties going on. But I've learned to just plan for those times and make the consumption of those things smaller. This way, I'm not deterred from my goals of spiritual fasting, but I can still enjoy these celebrations. So what I'm finding out is that the less sugar, white flour, processed food, and alcohol I'm consuming, the less food in general I want. And the less I want, the more healthy food I want, and the more faith I want, just like Father Ripperger was saying. The less sugar I consume, the more Jesus I want to consume. And I think this is God's plan. And I think it's just amazing. But be warned, sugar is hard to stop consuming. It's addictive. And it's not great for our bodies or our souls on a regular basis or in large amounts. It can cause vice. So you have to decide what you want to think about it and what you want to do about it. It is possible to delay it and pray it. So Not to crush your holiday spirit at the moment, (laughs) but if you're interested in knowing the terrible physical effects of filling your Advent with sugar, flour, and alcohol, like over-consuming it in large amounts, um, there's a few videos and movies out there that are pretty impactful to, to possibly help you just kind of slow down a little bit in the consumption. One video I came across was on YouTube that explained some significant drawbacks of consuming sugar, and it really impacted me, and I'm going to share it with you here in hopes that you may consider possibly reforming your Advent a little bit too. You can do this slowly at first. Remember, change is a progression. We're all on the trajectory to be a saint, and sometimes we have to like start in small steps. Sometimes we just can't really just dive into the 10 foot water all at once, right? We just have to kind of wade in a little bit. So small changes add up over time. So take it slowly and just consider slowing down on the consumption this season. The video is actually called, What Would Happen If You Gave Up Sugar for Two Weeks? And it's by Dr. Eric Berg. He goes over nine things about sugar consumption that impacts the body. I just, I found it fascinating. I know all of these things. I've read so many books, but he just, he has like nine things and he just counts them down. So, and losing weight is just one of them. So here goes. Number one, your face gets thinner and your midsection shrinks. And Dr. Berg goes on to explain that this is due to increased liver function. Now remember, this is just after giving up sugar for two weeks. All right, number two, your vision improves, your thinking gets clearer, and your arteries and kidneys start functioning better. Number three, this is an interesting one. You don't get up to pee as often in the middle of the night. He says water follows sugar, which is very interesting. It's an interesting one to to take a look at. Number four, you have increased energy. Number five, your cravings for food between meals go away. Number six, your inflammation decreases, leaving you with less stiffness and pain in your body. 
Number seven, ding, 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 you lose weight. Number eight, your skin improves. Number nine, your insulin resistance improves. And I'm going to be going over that in a different podcast, but these are the nine things he goes over. But if you think about it, this is just what would happen if you gave up sugar for two weeks. I added number 10. Number 10 for me, I'm adding this is it's easier to spiritually fast throughout the entire Advent season, leaving you healthier and holier than ever before on Christmas morning. So consider number 10. So think of what you're doing to your body when you consume way more sugar, flour, and alcohol during the four or five weeks of that holiday season. Oh my goodness. There is a huge toll that it's taking on your body and your soul. It's all in how you decide to think of celebration. I'm always working with my own coach on ways to diversify rest and celebration away from food in general, but also with just really, really delicious whole food that's nutritious. It is a state of mind because you're going to have to reframe your thinking about the holidays and start prepping for that empty Christmas stable mentality that's going to serve you in every way. So the question is, can you experience joy with an advent of delaying sugar and praying more? Are you interested in trading the sweetness of sugar for the sweetness of Jesus and the sacraments? This is so important. This is spiritual fasting. Remember my beloved priest, Father Ripperger, he reminds me all the time that staying out of mortal sin is the most important thing we can do to get to heaven. And he says that people today just brush it off. He can be found all over YouTube as well. So if you want to take a listen, he is definitely there. But he generally asks us to pray to God to be a person of prayer. He says to stay close to the Blessed Mother and the Holy Angels, be obedient to the church, and to fast, to spiritually fast. He says that one of the ways he's able to cast out demons with the collaboration of God is to spiritually fast on a habitual basis, way more than two times a year, my friends. He commends those who have a commitment to prayer through scripture, sacraments, and the rosary, because the demons don't like us praying a lot. He also says that prayer pains them, and they avoid us when we are praying. But he stresses that when we pair that prayer with spiritual fasting, then very powerful things can happen. We are more powerful than we think. We just don't do the work. And sometimes we don't know. And sometimes we just don't care to. So you must want to want to do it for your body and your soul. The two reasons I concentrate on delaying sugar, flour, and alcohol is that this delay helps me to spiritually fast. It helps me eliminate mortal sins and have a healthier body to serve Christ It makes me a holier person and it brings me closer to God. It makes me want to serve others and love way more deeply. I'm telling you, my friends, the key to it all is spiritual fasting on a regular basis and it can be done. This is the most powerful weapon against sin and the demons who tried so hard to find and destroy the divine baby Jesus so long ago that we celebrate at Christmas. A body that is subjected to small sufferings and self-denials in the spirit of spiritual fasting, especially when done with joy during Advent, opens up a mysterious depth of closeness with Christ and His Blessed Mother. But you have to habituate it. You have to do it consistently. You have to prepare, and you may have to reframe your mind around the holidays, and the consumption of sugar. 
One way to habituate this is to limit the sugar. You don't have to stop consuming it altogether. It really is an 80-20 kind of thing. It's, it's just hard enough to delay the 80%. So something that's worth trying. Advent is a penitential season. It's a joyful one, full of waiting and anticipation. I love to have fun and I love to celebrate, but I can do it in a clean way. How will you prepare your body and soul to receive him? It's never too late. I hope you will just consider increasing the sweetness of the sacraments this holiday while reducing your sugar intake in all its forms, processed food, sugary items, white flour, and alcohol. Maybe you can just be open to the thought that I don't necessarily have to consume loads of sugar this season. You might think of just changing things up today trading the sweetness of sugar for the sweetness of the hidden Jesus within the church. There's so many ways to celebrate clean. We can learn to relax, diversify our rest, and connect with others. We can just enjoy our ordinary, normal lives and participate in good recreation. As Father R says, demons hate it when we live a joyful and normal life of holiness. We can light up the darkness by giving light at the cost of our own substances, like the Advent candles. We can make our bodies the Christmas stables with our spiritual fasting this Advent. I'm telling you, if you just think about this, just entertain it, just have thoughts of maybe having a different Advent around the consumption of sugar and flour and alcohol, you won't regret it. I promise you. I wish you a happy and lovely Advent. May God bless you and love you. And I will talk to you next week. See you then, friends. Hey, if you're interested in learning more about spiritual fasting and permanent weight loss, then come join my course, Delay and Pray. It's a 12-week guided course for weight loss through spiritual fasting. And you won't go through it alone either. I will be there to coach you every step of the way. There's two options to choose as well. Private coaching with me or join the group coaching program to join an amazing group of like-minded Catholics who have the same goal as you, to lose that weight permanently through spiritual fasting. Both options include the same amazing online course detailing what spiritual fasting is, how to do it, and all the tools you need to get you the results you're longing for. So head over to my website right now, thecatholicfastingcoach.com, and get the details on how to join. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn as well to always get the latest daily information to keep you fasting, my friends. Can't wait to see you in there. May God bless you and keep you always. Always.